Hey there, everyone. This is Cass with SCNS Live. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to check out the video version of this, you can check it out on YouTube. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, all at SCNS Live. Thank you so much and enjoy the show. Oh, Jesus. And now there's the sound of Cora being scared in the uh, in the opening bit there. What's up, everybody? Welcome to an all-new episode of SCNS Live, the super cool nerd show. Thank you all for joining us out there, the super cool nerd nation, for another week of news, nerdetry, and uh, Cora being scared, which is a normal occurrence around here. But never yep. in the title. Never in the title block. <laughs> I, um, uh, I'd like to go ahead and introduce Cora right over there, down there. What scared you this time? <laughs> All I wanted was to drink some of my tea, <laughs> and a fly had apparently landed on like the edge of my can, so when I picked it up and brought it to my face, it flew in my face, and I wasn't expecting that, so... Is it jasmine tea? No, it's it's royal milk tea. Ooh. And that, that, ladies and gentlemen, is our Cora. <laughs> we love you, Cora. Hashtag not sponsored, but if Royal Milk Tea wants to sponsor and give me more, right? Like, I'll take it. Bring it on. Down there, that is Rick. Yo, what up, guys? I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> and over there, it's Cat and Cass. Hi. Uh, Ashy Slashy. I love that puppet. I love it so much. This show needs more puppets, damn it. Yeah, she's flashy. We, uh, I think we need I have a Mr. Sako over show. there somewhere. Huh? I what? want him to do interviews one of these days. <laughs> I'd pay for that content, and you should too. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> make sure you join us in the chat, because we got a lot of news stories. It's It's actually been a pretty eventful week. Some great, it's actually been a good news week too, you know. Overall, no, because I'm bringing it down a little bit. Mm, damn. Anyway, <laughs> everybody having a good week, guys. I know we're still under quarantine. I miss having people over here. And, like, there's, like, toy. I'm just, I'm messing up the studio. I'm telling y'all right now. I'm screwing it all oh, up. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Dude, we worked so hard on cleaning up the studio. I'm, I'm lonely. Yeah. So I got I to gotta mess things up. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Ah, turn my phone off. I'm sorry. Excuse you. Wow. You ain't here. Just because I'm not in the stu- just because I'm not doesn't mean I'm not going to yell at you. Careful, you I'll put on. I will worry you over there. I will put on a hazmat <laughs> suit and come kick your ass. <laughs> I'll, I'll cough on you. <laughs> oh, but I'm in a hazmat suit. So the, what you going to do now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll. Fair I don't know. Point. I've been getting beat up lately, so I won't say anything. My wife beat, beat me up. <laughs> I was going to say, well, just tell your wife. Yeah. Like, look, you look. know what? You're right. I'll just so, tell Becky. With my new in-home She'll, gym. She likes me. I like. Uh, I did leg day on Friday, and my legs hurt all weekend. And I was talking crap smack to my wife. And uh, she just punched <gasps> me right in the thigh. <laughs> you, you deserve it. I'm, not, a, I'm not ashamed to say that. I almost cried. Yeah. I'm lying. I cried. Jason, <laughs> Jason, I need you to do something very important for me. Not I need you killed. to tell Becky that she's my favorite. Whatever. I'm yeah. tired of that. That's, that, that, no, we ain't doing that. Anyway. Come on. Let's go. All right. But everybody's doing okay in quarantine as well as can be expected. Yeah. Good. Good. Sure. Your hair We're alive. We're here. Your hair hasn't changed again. So. Mine? Yeah. It's purple. It's pur- What color was it? Well, you weren't here last week. Blue. 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 Oh, that's right. Wow. Oh, I can't her, name is wow. her hair changes all the time. I'm sorry. Her name is Roman of Flowers. She's American. Yeah. It does change all the time. I wouldn't have even said anything except you specifically were like, your hair hasn't changed. It's like, well, I it didn't. you're wrong. You can't sit there and just like spit out falsehoods. I'm going to call you on it. Yeah, I was saying Fox News or anything. So, all right. I was oh, about to make a similar joke about the White House. Yeah. It's just faux news. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, let's kick this thing off with some super cool nerd news. So we got some news out of the Justice League Zack Snyder cut, which, like I said, I was previously against. I am all in now. Bring us a Zack Snyder cut. But uh, this is going to go along with me and Rick. Rick, you want to go ahead and get into the good news of the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League? The what? Didn't you? Uh, well, the. Uh... I have news about DC. And okay, so here's the good news is today we got a report from Vanity Fair. They were the ones that broke this news that the one and only Batfleck is coming back. That's right. Even though Ben Affleck has, quote unquote, left the mantle of Batman to Robert Pattinson, uh, which Ben Affleck um, left for various reasons, including his own personal health and getting tick, uh, getting himself taken care of due to um, uh, to kind of sober up. Uh, he is actually coming back, at least for one film. Uh, it's been reported that. Ben Affleck will return as Batman Bruce Wayne for the Flash movie, which also has the original movie's Batman, Michael Keaton, in it. That is right. Not their original movie's Batman. Our movie. Because you also have Adam West, so. Yeah. Rest his soul. Uh, But yes, uh, Ben Affleck is coming back to the DCU once more to don the cape and cowl for the Flash movie. Uh, who is being played by Ezra Miller. Um, and yeah, we're gonna have two Batmans on screen. I'm this, hoping this is supposed to be I'm Flash hoping, point, so yeah, I'm yeah. hoping we get both of them on screen together because I will lose my Batman loving mind. Well, you wouldn't I'm want still, Michael Keaton to come back either, you know? I'm still so very what? confused about this movie, um, given that that's not what happens in Flashpoint. No, but uh, they're gonna be making yeah. stuff. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you'll be less confused after seeing <laughs> yeah, it. Fair. Like, <laughs> and I say we call them, you know, Michael Keaton is donning the cape and cowl, Ben Affleck is donning the cape and scowl. <laughs> like, that's the way he does it. Wow. They're just that's setting what I love up about like, They're setting up for like a Batman verse, kind of like a Spider Verse, but with Batmans. Give me all the Batmans. I'd be cool with that. I still but, um, want the actual Flashpoint Thomas <laughs> Wayne, though. <laughs> Mostly because I still want to see Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Batman. That would be... I, I'm down for Ooh. that one. So Andy Muschietti... Andy Muschietti, he is the director of the uh, Flash, who he also directed it in It Chapter 2, so that right there off the bat... Off, right off the bat... Uh, <laughs> you know, gets me excited. Uh, and he has said that Michael Keaton's Batman has a substantial part in the movie. So we know it's not just like a small cameo. Um, or at least that's what it's sounding like, that it's going to be more than just a cameo. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm very, very, very excited about this. Because honestly, the way they Ben Affleck portrayed Batman and the way they had him in... Um, especially in Batman vs. Superman, where he was just a badass, just a ruthless crime fighter. Just that scene in the warehouse where he just beats up all the thugs. I'm like, it's like watching the Arkham games. You mean the one where he killed person. a bunch of people? Yeah, uh, because he was a very angry old what? bitter Batman. Excuse me? No, what? they're fine. They're, they're just sleeping. sleeping. They're all puckered out. Let's talk about um, <laughs> that grenade in the room part. Having... Um, Experience no, the the no. awesome power of the fragmentation grenade, especially in small spaces. I'm gonna tell you right now, if those two no, dudes weren't dead, they they want to be. They're taking a little nippy now. I'll tell you this though, Lucietti doing the movie is really encouraging to me because he has very deep and interesting relationship so far with source material. Yeah, like yeah, okay. His understanding of the depth, like. Stephen King showed up in yeah. his movie, yeah, because he liked the way he was portraying 
his characters. So, like, even if the story is not the same, I feel like the spirit will definitely be there. I don't know. Muschietti seems like a good director. Good guy. Dope. I love his stuff. I'm excited. I'm oh, too excited about CGI. Slightly, yeah. But this is not the only bat news we got today, actually. There's actually a second Batman story. Well, hang on. Before you get off of that, okay. let me go to mine, because mine kind of coincides with that just a bit. It now, does. Now, uh, about a month ago, cyborg actor Ray Fisher had some really disturbing <laughs> comments to make about behavior by um, Josh Whedon on the set of Justice League. Uh, he took a lot of flack for that. He has stood by what he has said. But now Warner Media has officially launched a third-party investigation into Josh Whedon Jeff, and Jeff John's behavior on the set. Now, um, someone was, uh, Josh Whedon was making inappropriate jokes, being uh, verbally abusive to people. And Jeff Johns actually told Ray Fisher, hey, stop complaining about it. So, yeah, um, Fisher, um, oh, Fisher did actually make a comment. I believe this investigation will show that Jeff Johns and Josh Whedon, John Berg, and others grossly abused their power during the uncertainty of AT&T's merger with Time Warner. Uh, no comment from um, Josh Whedon and uh, Jeff Johns at this time. So, woo boy, I was uh, shocked to see this one. Let me get over here. Back to my Shocked that they are actually investigating, or definitely um, they're actually taking it seriously. Yes. Yeah. Um, not not super surprised, unfortunately, that it happened. Joss Whedon uh, has been accused of a lot of misconduct over the years. Oh. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Please come uh, back. She's ruining my shot. <laughs> I'm I'm encouraged that they're launching an investigation, which makes me like less prone to comment on it right now. Like that's good yeah. that they're doing an investigation. Let's find out what actually happened. It may have been that it went down like that. I do feel like they brought Whedon into really unfortunate circumstances. Yeah. Not that that would be an excuse for misbehavior, but like pensions, I don't know. I'd be disappointed. I like a lot of things that he's done, but I don't think I would be shocked if it turns out some of the allegations are pretty true. Yeah, uh, his wife came forward uh, a couple of years ago now and uh, basically told everyone that he's been a he's kind of, he's been a bad person all along. Yeah. So, uh, including a lot of misconduct on various sets. Cool. Right. I'm glad you but, came back so I didn't have to change the layout again. <laughs> yeah, but sorry about that. I don't know what happened. Mm. It said, uh, my internet said, um, you're not connected, and I am. Well, okay. Gotta love okay. technology. Yep. Anyway, uh, yeah. It, it's going to it's gonna be, I mean, if there's been years of, of accusations like this, and then, you know, if it finally took this for it to happen then you know that's what it took but it you know it is disappointing especially because he's done so much like firefly blog two adventure movies yeah i mean everything else. yeah if it turns out to be true yes all right well let's keep this ball rolling cat cast what y'all got this week uh ball <laughs> guys so yeah. I was talking about Fall Guys last week. I downloaded it. Jason downloaded it. Cass and I played it some. It's fun. It's stupid. The sound design is amazing. You're just a bouncy little thing running around, running into stuff, running into other people. I've never it, had more fun losing. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't even qualify most of the time for the second round of whatever I'm doing. Uh, first of all, it has 16 million players on the PS4 alone. Wow. Uh, secondly, it has um, Tim the Tatman finally won a game after playing it for like three straight days. Anyway, uh, Mediatonic, the developer, is using its game as a thirst trap for good. 
basically what's happening is they're having different companies and different gamers are uh, promising bids for possible in-game costumes and they're donating the profits to an accessibility uh, charity, gamer accessibility charity called, I forget what it's called, but the last I saw, the, the highest bid was like 203000 I think. Oh, wow. Thirst trapping for good. So far, I love everything about this game. Hey, Kat, I didn't have a picture of all guys, but I did have my thumbnail from last week's training. <laughs> <laughs> it was so popular that, like, we couldn't stay on the server. Yeah. It kept booting us for a while. But yeah. it's just it's stupid. It's so fun. One of my friends was like, man, I want to throw my controller every time I play that game, and yet I keep coming back to it. And that's oh, a yeah. tough I love it. Yeah. Like it's I spent so just a little so squishy running around, running into stuff. I spent most of the live stream so just good. laughing at my own failure. So absolutely. <laughs> it's yeah. exactly the game that I feel like we need right now. Like absolutely. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's but it's definitely it one of those deserve. party games. It's fun. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's still free, guys. Go get it. It's free right now. If yeah. you have PS plus. Sorry. And if you don't have PS Plus, how does your PlayStation work? Please it's, tell me because I don't want to pay for it. It's only twenty bucks, so yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. Um, as far as I, go, I go for uh, well, uh, for movie news, um, I don't. This is barely even a story. I just want to talk about this. So uh, Netflix put out a trailer today. For their new movie, it's called *The Devil All the Time*. It's based on a novel of the same name that came out in 2011. Uh, it's directed by Antonio Campos. It has Tom Holland, Robert Pattinson, yes, Garden Sebastian oh, yeah. in it. It is a bizarre trailer. Like everything, I don't even know the plot of this movie. It's just like there's Tom Holland and Bill Skarsgård was like his dad and. Robert Pattinson is a preacher, but he seems like a bad guy. And the whole leg is just ridiculous. When does that come out? That Winnie the Pooh. Uh, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it, I, don't, I don't even know how to describe it. I went and looked at what genre it was because I couldn't even figure that out. And on Google, it said the genre was gothic. I'm like, that doesn't mean anything. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, genre. okay, Google, show me five other gothic movies. Yeah. What is that? Oh, it's just, I don't know, but I'm absolutely into it. Like, I definitely want to watch this movie. It's just absolutely insane. September, September 16th is when it comes out. September 6th? Oh. 16th. Oh, 16th. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, mostly I just wanted to talk about how bizarre that trailer was and like who who are these people? What's happening? I am stoked for this because yeah. we get to see Tom Holland in a in a very, very different role from before. Exactly. We continue to see Robert Pattinson grow as an actor. We get to see Sebastian Stan in a different role. We get to see Jason Clark, who's awesome. Mia Wasikowska, I mean, it's it's I'm all for it. Riley Jason Clark actually uh, makes me a little bit nervous. I think he's a good actor, but I hate a lot of the roles that he picks. I was not impressed with him in Pet Cemetery. Like, just, uh, it feels like who you get when you can't get, um, uh, what is the guy from Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Oh, Jason Segel. Yeah, it feels like he, you get him when you can't get Jason Segel. Or Bill Har or Bill Harbor. Exactly. David Harbor. Bill Harbor. Yeah. Yeah, David Harbor. A little bit. David Harbor. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. I don't know though. That much personality in it. Don't you want just like a nothing face? Like the role before Jason Bateman was anybody that they just put him in there just to be a blank slate. <laughs> That's absolutely fair. Now that I think about it. Corey, you got a little bit of anime movie news for us, right? I do. I have two this this week. Don't I said this month. This year, yeah, summer. Yeah, this year. Anime. All right. Um, so first, I'm just going to do this one real quick just because it's just real quick. Um, the Yoamushi Petal 
live action movie was released in theaters last week over in Japan. It's received a lot of great press. A lot of people really like it. They also released the official trailer for it online and it looks super faithful to the source material. And it looks like they've added a few little embellishments here and there to give the characters more personality and flavor at a glance, kind of, kind of nice little touches. It looks really good. I highly recommend people go watch the trailer because I'm going to beg people to watch this anime with me so that I'm not alone. <laughs> but um, the other piece, and this is one I'm, I'm really excited for, is Gintama is, ha- is going to have another animated movie. Ooh. Which, it, it's its own brand of greatness. Gintama ended last year, the anime did, in July, I believe, of last year. And this movie will be called Gintama, the finale for real this time. Like, that is the, the official title. Awesome. And for, for those that are fans of the show, it's very in the, in the right vein. The show itself is a sci-fi historical drama comedy taking place in the Sengoku period. And it's so good. <laughs> you can pick any episode and have a blast because no- there is overarching stories but if you want to wet your toes and see if you'll like it, just pick an episode. Just any episode. I don't know what it's called. Okay, stop giving me that face. Wet your toes. toes. Oh, wait, dip your toes into it. That's what that is I supposed to be. Wet your toes. Stop. Okay, sorry. I don't know why, but that reminded me of somebody asking to dust my wets. It's like putting Parmigiano spaghetti. Ooh. Anyways, um, the movie itself is going to hit theaters on July or January 8th of next year. Leading up to that, there um, is going to be like an animated uh, miniseries. But that is only going to be in Japan. It's only going to be streamed in Japan, unfortunately. Damn you, Japan. I know, right? I'm hoping that when they release the DVD for this movie, they'll also have the little mini shorts that they released to lead up to it. Um, what's really great with the poster, by the way, is they had like a voiceover trailer for the movie. And they talk about the fact that only two of them are wearing masks because they could only afford two in their budget. And that the guy with the glasses, you know, his glasses should cover him. It's fine. And that's that's the kind of humor that the show has. And I highly, like, I'm waiting to see some kind of joke about mask wearing in the show itself or in the movie itself, because that's just the kind of humor that it has. I'm just really excited. Yeah. If you like dumb humor, it's perfect. <laughs> well, we got one more bit of movie news, Rick, uh, from something that was released. And it's going to lead right into some event news for me. So, uh, Okay, so actually, I got, I got two more movie things. I got two more movie things. One of them's real quick, and then I'll do the one to lead to the other thing. I think. Okay, so earlier this week, uh, Guillermo del Toro uh, announced, or they announced more cast members for his uh, stop motion animated musical movie Pinocchio, which is coming out for Netflix. Uh, they've got newcomer Gary Mann as uh, Pinocchio, Edwin McGregor as Cricket. And David Bradley uh, from Harry Potter and uh, Game of Thrones as Geppetto. Uh, other cast members already in this film are Tilda Swinton, Christoph Waltz, Kate Blanchett, Finn Wolfhard, John Turturro, Ron Perlman, Tim Blake Nelson, and Bern Gorman. Um, Alexandre Desplat is doing the music for this, and the lyrics of the songs are being written by Guillermo himself. Uh, they started uh, production last fall. And even during the darkness, they have been able to finish the movie uninterrupted. They didn't have to shut down or anything. So I uh, don't have a, a release date on here, but it's coming to Netflix next uh, next year, I believe. Uh, then earlier today, Matt Reeves released the official logo for The Batman, uh, which is going to be Robin Pattinson as Bruce Wayne uh, Batman, and also released a Jim Lee... Um, 
sorry, uh, Jim Lee artwork uh, of Robert Pattinson as the Batman, which looks just bonkers. So as you can see right over here, if that picture's up. That's going to make that a little uh, bit bigger. That looks cool as hell. Yeah, yeah I'm very excited. And this is just some of the uh, sneak peeks that they've done so far for uh, for the DC fandom uh, that's going on uh, Saturday all day. So, And I think the one you're talking about, Jason, is deals with Sony Marvel, right? Uh, actually, I did want to uh, add something on real quick because apparently there's not enough fandom to go around. Oh, no, they will be increasing DC's fandom to... to God, I hate saying fandom. It sounds stupid. <laughs> God terrible. damn, I hate saying <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Wow, that got personal quick. Anyway, so they will be extending it for a second day. That's going to be happening on um, September 12th. So instead of just oh. doing it two, two days over the weekend, they're going for another day down the road somewhere uh they did release a new video one of my favorite comedians aisha tyler talking about a couple things uh james gunn is expected to be there dwayne johnson uh andy uh Muschietti, who you just mentioned D Muschietti. i said that wrong anyway Muschietti. uh they'll also be appearance um appearing there probably talk about their movies that are coming up black adam and uh flash but leading into that other story that we were talking about um it has been announced that olivia wilde has been picked yeah, up to buddy. direct a Marvel Sony superhero. And there was a lot of speculation like, oh my God, who is it going to be? Who Who's it going to be? And she put out a little tweet that may have cleared this up and it was just a little spider. Just a little spider. Oh my God, what could she possibly be doing in Sony? It, it's Spider-Gwen. And I hate calling her Spider-Gwen. It's Ghost Spider, okay? But to the other ones out there, it's she's it's 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 gonna be Ghost Spider. It better be Ghost Spider. It needs to be Ghost Spider. And the reason I don't want her, I don't want it. I know everybody's like Spider Woman. I don't like calling her Spider Woman because we already have several Spider Womans in the Marvel universe. Okay, and it sounds stupid. Exactly, Ghost Spider Sorry. sounds cool, and I like this character. So yeah, Olivia Wilde. I'm calling it. I don't even need her to confirm. Olivia Wilde is directing a Ghost Spider movie with Gwen Stacy as the titular character in that particular version of Spider-Verse. And I am very happy about this. Give me more Spider-Verse movies. Guys. Okay, so question, question for you, Jason, then. Or actually, to the entire to the entire SNS cast here. Who would you cast as uh, Gwen Stacy for this? If if it turns out to be uh, Spider-Gwen, who cast, would you cast as? I would cast Haley Steinfeld, who was the voice. Yeah. yeah. Haley Steinfeld's great. Okay. I think she's, yeah, I think she's perfect. I loved her in Bumblebee. And did they announce if it was animated or live action? Uh, they did not go that far, but I'm going to go ahead so and say this is probably live action. I, I, really? I was thinking it would be another Spider-Verse movie, basically. You know what? It's kind of one of those things where I will take this particular cup of coffee however I get it. <laughs> because i love the spider-verse if you couldn't tell by the complete shelf i have just dedicated to spider-man figures of everyone in the spider family that i'm running out of room or i'm out of room and i just find you you've been out of room for years don't you tell me what yeah. i'm out of room for doing um so yeah i'm excited i like olivia wilde i really want this to be ghost spider it better be olivia listen i know you watch the show please direct ghost spider and cast Haley Steinfeld as as Spider Gwen. I'm not honestly. I wouldn't scream if it was a newcomer. I think Spider Man like movies, Spider Verse movies are pretty good for introducing new people on the scene. So I don't know who I would cast, but it would probably be somebody who wasn't well known, or maybe Haley Steinfeld. Like it's either or. I get that. I mean, I'm all for new actors, you know, uh, getting chances. If they go in there and nail the audition, boom, put them in the movie. But he asked me who I wanted. <laughs> well, he asked all of us, so I was yeah. giving my answer. I wasn't arguing with yours. Yeah. That I, makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's an easy pick. I'll, I'll give you that. It's just an easy pick. <laughs> Let's not rock the boat. She's done a good job. <laughs> 
Good so job. there is more news along the lines with Sony and the Marvel, their Marvel Spider Verse. Um, they have announced a Craven the Hunter movie, which I'm excited about because he's one of my favorite villains. Now they are currently in talks with J.C. Chander, who he was a director behind Netflix action adventure Triple Frontier. Uh, so he's currently in talks to helm Craven the Hunter right now, and of course Avi Arad, who has been involved with every Marvel movie that Sony has done, is involved as producer, as is Matt Tomac, and um, Richard Wank, who wrote The Equalizer along with Art Markham and Matt Holloway, are writing the screenplay. Uh, it will be a spinoff, uh, of course, on Sergei Kravinov, as, as his actual name is. Uh, and he's also the half-brother of uh, Chameleon, for those that don't know, uh, which I actually wasn't that much of a worry about. Uh, of course, this is going to go along the lines with like Venom and Morbius and uh, Venom 2, Enter the Carnage. What was it? Enter the Carnage? Release the Carnage? Uh, Enter the Carnage, yeah, something like that. Enter the Carnage. The Carnage. Uh, which are, <laughs> which I, I are the... Have, who, who the hell wants a Craven movie? Seriously. Genuinely, genuinely, I'm not super well-versed in Marvel comics. Oh, I am super well-versed. I am super well-versed on Marvel comics and this particular character, and I still do not care. Why, I man? I just Googled him, and I'm not interested. Oh, I am Russian hunter. I am here to hunt Spider-Man. Why? And I have, I can smell where that he is. is. That is horrible Russian accent. And that's exactly what I've heard from any time I've seen him in a cartoon. <laughs> I've learned from best Sean Connery. Hunter <laughs> <read> to <laughs> who, who greenlit this? Who thought, you know what everyone is clamoring for that they can't get enough of? We need some what damn craving up in here. You know what they're craving? <laughs> You know, oh, no. no. <laughs> oh, bad though. <laughs> oh God, I, you know, I'm up for it. You know what? Sure, why not? You know, we got more. We got Jared Leto as Morbius. It can't get worse than that. Look, I don't even like Morbius. Ever comic book companies on whether they can put out a worse casting or a worse version? <laughs> we see their new their new lows. Yeah. This this was a movie producer that has no idea who the characters are and was slipping through a book and like, who's that guy? Okay, that so guy. That guy. Okay, real quick, we need that, got, that guy needs his own movie. I got three personal choices for Craven. Two of them are probably not going to happen. One of them possibly give me either Jason Momoa, Joe Maginello, yes, that guy, or give me the guy who played um, the son of uh, from Creed Two. Uh, uh, oh, what's the Russian boxer's name? Um, I'm blanking on his name right now. Oh, I, uh, I know who you're talking about, but um, I don't know his name. Anyway. Jason, boxer from uh, he I can't killed think of his name Creed. right now. I can't think. I, I'm blanking on his name. Somebody in the chat say. I I don't know. I'm just. Who needs this? Who asked for this? Who requested this? You stop. I know. Seriously, said, I want a Kevin the Hunter movie before. No. No. Finish Moon Knight. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, Not speaking, you. Definitely. Speaking of Moon, speaking of finishing Moon Knight. I, uh, I actually have a new review that'll be up on the channel in the morning of the Moon Knight uh, exclusive figure that I found. Hey, oh, the nice. classic Ooh. version of Moon Knight. He was a Walgreens exclusive. I had to fight for this one. <laughs> I'm so sorry you had to go into Walgreens. And let me tell you, Walgreens gets exclusive. Here's the bad thing. Walgreens gets exclusive Marvel Legends that are only to that store, and the employees hate us toy collectors. They do not care. <laughs> I ain't going to the back. I don't know if anything's here. Why are you bothering me? Do you want some medication? Do you need do you need something? Why are you here for a toy? <laughs> I worked at a Walgreens and yeah, I would have hated to. Like uh, I mean, no. I remember was that, that me personally or was that toy collector? Anyway. <laughs> I can yes. I, I can understand actually I understand both. But anyway, that'll be up on the Avin channel Drago. tomorrow. Plug that was his that. name. Avin Drago. Fuck. So yeah, Craven. Boo. 
just I don't know, man. Craven, just, yeah. No. Dude, Give me the song of Evan Drago as as Craven the Hunter. All right, are we good for movie news? Can we get can we get yeah, this I'm good with movie right. news? That was it. All right. Uh let's let us let us go to gaming. Uh Cass, you got anything? I do. Uh we have we mm-hmm. Yes. Hello. <laughs> Video games yeah, are fun. I like to play the game. Uh, so we got uh, two announcements of two different games that are delayed uh, until 2021. The first of them is uh, Deathloop, which was one of the, uh, I think, the PlayStation, when they had their event, it was one of the ones I was really excited about. Basically, it's the same thing that we've been hearing for several months now that uh, working from home kind of got them and uh, they need to delay their game. The other one's a little bit more interesting to me. Halo Infinite. Basically, they outsourced a bunch of their stuff to different companies and the coordination between the companies has been really terrible. That's why we got one trailer that honestly looked really good and one trailer that looks absolutely terrible. The good one that we saw at E3, it wasn't playable so you start to actually play the game and everything goes downhill really quickly, apparently. Um, oh. Which is Halo, so, you know, that's kind of how it goes. Right. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> they probably just put Cortana in charge of communicating between the companies. You know, the outdated AI from Halo that goes that's crazy. also their current <laughs> virtual assistant. Uh, with that little white female thing going on. Okay, okay. So this is disappointing mainly because this was this was their Xbox launch title. Yes, it was. I know everything is screwed up right now with the creeping darkness, but damn. I mean, to be honest, Microsoft has diverted massive resources to assist in coming up with a cure, a vaccine, whatever. I'm willing to cut them some slack. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, in this specific case, like, I don't know that one has anything to do with the other. Probably not. But if they lost their focus on their gaming a little bit. At this point, Bill Gates is just letting that division to be run. He's off doing other things like doing the vaccine. But seriously, this was supposed to be your big launch game. This is disappointing. I know there's nothing you can do about it, but damn. I'm yeah, like I'm. I'm concerned about Microsoft. I'm always concerned about Microsoft. Um, if, but... if you're my okay, if you're Microsoft right now and your launch game, your Halo game, do you push back the Xbox launch? You haven't announced the Xbox launch. It was you gave us a vague holidays, probably. No, I'm telling you what they're doing is they're having like. What is it called? It's not sundowning. What is it with the <laughs> where the developers are just working like insane hours? Oh, yeah. Um, time. Yeah. There's a crunch timing it like in a major way, but hopefully compensating them appropriately. Yeah. Um, I mean, personally, I would have not had the Xbox and PlayStation. I would not have tried to compete with PlayStation. I think that that's a stupid idea anyway. So I would have pushed it back a while ago. But at this point, I don't think so. I think you I think you keep the launch thing. Yeah. They're both gonna sell out. Um, yeah. one thing that you can know for sure, more or less, is that Halo is coming. You know what I yeah. mean? Like they're gonna put it out ASP. Like you're not that worried about it. Like it's not gonna get cancelled. It's not yeah. gonna get at worst your opening numbers or your launch numbers get hurt a little bit, but I don't personally know anybody who was buying the Xbox for Halo. Yeah. That's the only reason you were buying the Xbox is Halo? I love Halo. Halo. <laughs> I love Halo. Halo <laughs> used to be my jam. We had LAN parties where we would just play swords on midship and there'd be like 16 of us running around this tiny map. There might have been substances involved in that. No grenades, no guns, just just swords. swords It was so fun. But that was a different time in entertainment. I mean, it's disappointing about Deathloop, but you know, it's, it's, it was, 
there's other games that are launching with PS5, so... It feels inevitable as yeah. well, like, uh, every single game, I think. Has yeah, been we really didn't see a gameplay train. We saw some, but not, like, a full walkthrough kind of thing, so I didn't, yeah. you know... Deathloop feels like a bug's nightmare. Like, that <laughs> it's just going to... Everything about it is, like, tripping up its own algorithm and <laughs> gameplay, like... It, it could be really complicated or it could be really simple, but if it's really simple, it probably doesn't work right. Yeah. Like, okay. Well, I got a little bit more gaming news. I'm going to throw on you guys. Cause one of them is uh, a game that I don't know how excited I am about this, but um, Avengers is uh, going to be opening up for open beta starting the 21st. You can start your download right now though. I, I was, wanting to play the beta and then I saw you had to pre-order the game and I was like, mm, not yet. <laughs> I'm not going to give you $60 just yeah. yet. You're going to need, you need to season the pot a little bit more. But anyway, they are, <laughs> uh, the pre-download is available right now and tomorrow you will open beta will be there. So I'm going to give it a shot. Don't get me wrong. I like playing games of superheroes, but I keep looking at this, this damn suit over here, man. <laughs> And I just hope it's good. But this will be a good chance for me to get a feel of the game. And I think even they they feel as though everybody's not as excited about this game as we want them to be. And I know it's on me right now, but Cass is shaking her head disapprovingly back and forth. But I'm yeah. not not disapproving of you. No, I absolutely no, no. agree with you. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I will try the pre-download, and uh, we'll go from there. But. We have talked many, many times about what's going to be game of the year. Ghost of Tsushima, <laughs> which I had a bit of news for. I asked, uh, with their multiplayer that they're opening up. But, and uh, Last of Us 2. But let's not forget one of the greatest games to come out this year. And that was the Untitled Goose Game. Yes! <laughs> I love this game because not only now, well, coming up uh, September 21st, I believe it is the date that it will be available and it is up oh, no it's 23rd i'm sorry you will be able to play co-op as two horrible geese cora you and i are going to wreak oh. havoc on these townspeople they will rue the day that they allowed a goose to live <laughs> <laughs> i am so happy about this game this I, I, I played the crap out of this game i finished i got like all the items and i'm still willing to go through it again with a friend okay let us they, let let our reign of destruction begin, Cor. <laughs> oh, my, all I can think about is the boy that's in the second level. Like you steal his glasses and you scare him until he trips and falls. <laughs> Look, he's <laughs> a horrible people. That is child. Chase him into a phone. Horrible people. But if he wasn't such a s s scary little, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I love chasing that kid around, just sneaking up on him and giving him a honk, and he runs away. Crying his little eyes out. I'm a horrible goose. <laughs> so, yeah. I also Best believe on the 23rd, we are going to be live streaming some of this game because oh, yeah. how could you? I mean, you're both just going to be making havoc and laughing at the half. It's just two instruments of destruction. I'm so ready to play this core. <laughs> Give me fist bump. We are doing this thing. <laughs> I think we deserve to get to cause a little chaos, like in a fictional yeah. online platform right now. Like, yeah, there's no guilt. Yeah, like it's time to do some pseudo fake trolling. Like, yeah. we've earned that. No guilt, only goose. Yeah, the goose. I don't know. I got no guilt. Screw those townspeople. Exactly. <laughs> no guilt, only goose. Exactly. Corey, you want to take us into our next story? I do. I'm actually really excited about this. So there is a um, haunted house in Tokyo. It's actually one of the most popular and one of the scariest there called Obaken. Um, obviously, obviously, we can't exactly go there right now because of the creeping darkness. But they got you covered on that. They're going to be doing special interactive tours like experiences Ooh. over zoom skype and vimeo which 
like at like at first I was like I don't know about this, but listening to the premise, it sounds really interesting. So, um, the story follows an occult fanatic named Satoshi Asakura, who opens the Zoom call with a lecture about a ghost painting he procured at a flea market. However, both the <laughs> however both the host and the guests are confronted with strange sights midway through the call. Um, one of the experiences, it's called The Fool's Offense. Um, you have to guide the actor to safety through this haunted house. <laughs> it's for up to eight to ten people. And it is $17. Currently, like, it is currently going on in Japan. Like, they currently have it open to Japan. However, they will be opening it to international audiences in September. Mm. Me, and I need to do this. <laughs> so we have an actor's life life in our hands. Exactly. I'm going to go with no. Oh, Lord. No, I'm going to go with no. That sounds so cool. Right? I mean, we just watched a movie the other night yeah. that was uh, supposed to be one of the scariest movies of the year. And it's all via, like, a Zoom call conference, a seance online. It's pretty effective as a medium, like yeah. I gotta say. The and compression and low tech like look of stuff is pretty there you can get away with a lot and it's freaky. And if you are curious what it's going to look like and everything like that, they do have a trailer out for it. So I highly recommend going to check that out because it it looks so good, guys. Now, uh, just a couple things. Uh, you say, like, it's sad that we can't go to Japan to go in that house that you just mm -hmm. showed us. I'm like, why yeah. would I go in there? <laughs> like, why would Be I do that? <laughs> because I'm going to level with you guys. I love going to haunted houses here in America. But they're not that scary. Because maybe that's because I worked at one for so long. I don't find those scary. I mean, I'm talking about like the attraction haunted houses, obviously. You die every time you get scared. You die. You literally die for a second. You've I've never seen, seen you. me in one of these houses. I jump and then I laugh. Like, I still have fun at them. <laughs> Let that be known. But they don't actually scare me that much because I know it's all actors. I know it's all fake. I've looked up pictures from this haunted house. I've seen stuff from it. It's terrifying. I want to go there. <laughs> I mean, I've had a long-standing theory that, like, cultures who pay more respect to tradition and ancestry have a leg up where horror is concerned. Like, they have a a they have more of an idea and pay more attention throughout their entire lives to like what happens on the other side and what contact might look like. And these are generalizations I know, but like culturally they do pay more attention to ancestry. That's why a lot of Japanese horror movies are better than the American remakes. In my opinion, it's one reason. You're not wrong. We recently watched the, uh, the original grudge. <laughs> Ooh. And how did, how did you make it through the whole movie? Oh, it was I took an anti-anxiety pill. <laughs> <laughs> and that I prescribed to me. And I cried. <laughs> <laughs> now imagine being in that, and that's basically what the experience is at this house normally. What is it, what is it called again? It's called Obaken. O-B-A-K-E-N. What you said it was in Tokyo? Uh, um, actually, no, hold on. Let me pull the article back up. I can't remember the prefecture. prefecture. While, you, while you find where that is, I did have one bit of news I wanted to add in. Um, but I finished Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. yeah. It's great. It was great. And honestly, at the end, I was like, please, sir, can I have some more? I literally <laughs> have finished everything in the game. Every piece of clothing, every haiku I could do. Yes, you do haiku in the game. Um, the only thing I haven't found is like all the flowers, but they have heard my cries and have blessed me because they will Bless be coming you. out with a multiplayer version of Ghost of Tsushima called Legends. It is an online cooperative multiplayer mode, and it will be free for owners of Ghost of Tsushima for your PS4. Uh, it is, as they say, an entirely new experience, 
It doesn't follow the main character. What it will follow are four different warriors that you will be able to choose from. The uh, choices are, uh, let's see. Hold on, hold on. I had this. I don't have it. Uh, but you will be able to go through story and survival missions with a four-person team. Uh, basically, Ooh. you're going to, oh, I'm sorry, you do have it. You will be playing as a samurai, a hunter, a ronin, and an assassin. Each class, of course, will be different with different abilities. Um, and that will be coming out, yeah, later this year. They didn't give a date for it. They do have a short trailer up for it. But if you have played Ghost of Tsushima right now, you used to be pretty much like, okay. And you don't even have to give them money. You're getting this for free. This is a blessing. If it's anything like the play mechanics, and I'm going to, because I know you guys just finished Last of Us 2. So I need to bring this over. You, this, this game is so good. So good. I was going to ask you if, you if you've got a physical copy of this game. I do. And I play it. Yeah. One playthrough <laughs> of this. Hearing this, I was like, they heard my prayers and cries as I went, please give me more, son. <laughs> I love that one Japanese studio that saw this game said this game was so good it should have been made in Japan. Dang. And as wow. as somebody that has actually studied uh you know traditional Japanese swordplay as well, oh. holy crap, his movements are so good. They are so good. He follows proper stance and style. It made me want to <laughs> cry. Because you get different they did stances. the research. You get different he you you choose different stances to deal with different enemies. And yeah, it's perfect. Dope. It's perfect. Like, uh, I was actually talking with y'all's brother as he was playing through it. We're sending text messages back and forth. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Mm. Great game. Kevin. And we're getting a free download for it. So, oh, happy day. What? I do have, I, I didn't have one video game story that I remembered. Oh, okay. uh, real, real quick before go, you go, go into that. Um, it is locate the, oh, yeah, the house, oh, but, uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I blinked on it. Um, it's located in Tokyo's Suginami Ward. Okay. Um, it opened in 2012. Um, also, I didn't mention this because I would forgotten about this. They have a live-action visual novel game called Hopeless Favor that came out on Ooh. August 18th. In the game, a girl searches for her missing friend in a haunted real estate office, and the player's choices will determine her fate. Now we're talking... You you can get this on your smartphone or PC for about 3,500 yen or $33 through the company's website. Oh, it's not readable so either. Nice. Not that I'm aware of. So there you go. Ooh. If you, if you want some more horror, cause this is the season of horror in Japan. I hate when so. friends of mine are like, I'm playing this game in Japan that you can't play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to look into that and see if it is. Cause if it is, I am going to download that and then never sleep again. Yeah, it's a good plan. <laughs> All right. Okay, Rick, you said you had a story coming up? Uh, we got a new Call of Duty game coming out, and it's actually pretty interesting because it's called Call of Duty Cold War. I mean, you could have stopped at and, Call of Duty, but what's so special about this one? Uh, for one, it's actually going to use uh, actual events from our history. And the teaser has... KGB defector Yuri Besmanov's warning to America from 1984. And uh, we really don't have much other than that. Uh, according to snippets of text that flashed during the teaser video, players may play or interact with alleged Soviet spy codenamed Perseus, whose goal was to subvert the U.S. to ensure Soviet dominance in the arms race. The real-life CIA has at least one article about a Perseus as well, who was supposedly among the spies that stole U.S. nuclear secrets from the Manhattan Project at Los Alamos. Um, that would have happened during World War II, though. But, yeah, um, that's all we really know, other than the game's tagline also, which is, know your history or be doomed to repeat it. So, Call of Duty, Cold War, U.S. Oh. versus Russia... Spies. You said, you said this one will be different from other Call of Duties in that it uses real events. Yeah. So, the Nazi zombies, <laughs> that's not a real event? Because I. Not this yet. Whole that, time, that's, that's, 
this whole time I thought that that was real. Well, interestingly, there is there are rumors that this one may also have zombies. That is not part of every Call of Duty game. It's kind of a big deal, but it is Activision. So like, uh, it's not the best studio. Several studios do Call of Duty. Yeah, it's not the good one. We normally normally had a, a segment. Uh, called uh, Nerd Confessional. I have a confession to make. I played my first Call of Duty game this week. Which one? It was the free one that was on uh, PS Plus. I normally do not play these games, but after yeah. Ghost of Tsushima, and I felt lost and alone. So, which one I had, was it? What did you think? Whatever the one is up there, and I played through maybe about 30 minutes of it, and I was like, okay, I know why I don't like these games. Maybe I'll yeah. try competitive, but okay. uh, oh, it's modern warfare. Uh, it was, no, it wasn't awful. Anyway, okay, yeah, well, it was awful. I have, I have one more story, and I have to go into it. Oh, it's go ahead. so big. Doctor Disrespect is writing a <laughs> memoir. What? It is coming out March thirtieth of twenty twenty one, and it is called Violence. Speed momentum. This Hold man on. is a marketing <laughs> god. Like I don't even watch his stream. He's on YouTube, by the way. Yeah. After like disappearing from Twitch and not telling us what happened, he has perfected marketing. And like, I'm curious. Like, no, no, no. this could be a big deal. Please tell me the title of that book again. Violent speed momentum. Now, I'm not saying I'm a Dr. Disrespect fan because I literally cannot watch his streams. We met him. He was nice. Uh, but, like, he's just a marketing god. Like, his ability to, like, get banned from Twitch and then come back on YouTube and be like, yeah, I'm not going to talk about that. And get, like, fined and banned from Twitch for events at a con and then be like, whoops. And just like done all this crazy stuff and never explained any of it. And now he's writing a memoir. This is kind of a first for for a streamer that I can yeah. think of. Yeah. Is this going to be, be just a, a totally fictional history of Dr. Disrespect? That's what I want to know. Is that's it a what I Dr. Want. Disrespect memoir or is it a whatever his name is. Is, is. is it the memoir for the character or the or the it's person? It's got to be for the character, <laughs> but he swears that it's going to have like stories that have never been shared before, which is where I get confused. Yeah, where he goes and murders a dinosaur. Character exists outside of the stream, yeah. so like, I don't he know. He probably just scoured the internet marketing. for he probably just scoured the internet for fan fiction and just claiming it's his. I'm oh. fine with that. Well, he does this, stuff, though. This, this guy is pro AF. Like, he's just really good. He's one of the... He's, he's one of the more original... Like, he's just doing his own thing, and he's doing it excellently, but he's a bad person. Like, I don't know. Speed, momentum... Violent Speed Momentum, March 30th, 2021. That's what he's doing in his time off. Okay. Kudos to the doc. Congratulations on your book. I guess. Good luck. I watched him when he came back, and it was entertaining to watch him. And granted, I haven't gone back. I'm glad doc's back. But He's entertaining for up to 10 minutes at a time. But I have mad curiosity about this memoir. Not gonna lie. Ridiculous. Oh, Overwatch is $20, not $40 on the Switch right now. Ooh, oh, it's not a story, just a no. I don't I don't need it on another platform. Don't make me do that. Where is it? $20, not $40. I've, no, no. I've, I will not do this again. No. <laughs> don't buy it on the Switch. I wasn't telling you anything except how much it costs right now. You were tempting me. <laughs> For all you, for all you Nintendo dudes out there, yeah, yeah. Nintendo dudes. Ha! All right, uh, Cora, you have another story for us tonight. I do, and it, it's just something really quick, and it's something that I didn't expect. So this is involving the NBA. Oh, <laughs> not something that we normally talk about on this show, 
But the NBA is going to be continu- is going to be going forward with their playoff games, their playoff season. And they released a really interesting trailer to announce that. And by really interesting, I mean they played they basically parodied the entire opening of Cowboy Bebop but with basketball players. So it has the music, the art, the visuals, everything like that. That oh you, you like down to music cues for movement and it's actually good like i want to know who the marketing person was that decided that this was what they wanted to do and the people that greenlit it like i need to know the people involved so i can like give them a social distance high five or something yeah (laughs) like um i didn't think to grab the link for jason to share it with everyone but i got one of the images right there so yeah like look at that it's so cool. I'd watch that anime. Right? Huh. Is that is that how we get you to, to watch a sports anime with me? Is that <laughs> is that it? Combine it with you can combine anything with Cowboy Bebop and I'm pretty much gonna watch it. Now I have a challenge for myself. I'm gonna find a Cowboy Bebop esque sports anime. Make Jason watch I'd watch it. a Cowboy Bebop musical. <sighs> Probably you, you know what? Actually, you know what? I bet there is a stage play. I bet there is. Now yeah. I have to find There's it. There's gotta be. Yeah. Well, if um, I find it, Jason, we're gonna watch it together. I got one last one where I'm gonna be putting a link down in the description uh, in case anybody wanted to go help. But um, beloved Star Trek actress Nichelle Nichols uh, recently retired from the con scene. If you ever saw her at a panel, she always talked about her her music. And her time on the show. She's a really, really sweet lady. But she has retired from the con scene as she was, um, well, she was getting on in her age. And uh, some very starts creep in. Unfortunately, at 87 years old, it has been found that she has been suffering from some elder abuse at the hands of her manager, <sighs> Gilbert Bell. And y'all must say that mother is name out loud. Um, there is a GoFundMe up right now to uh, get uh, get her some better care. But the complaint filing states multiple allegations, including financial elder abuse, intentional negligent infliction of emotional distress and constructive fraud. I hope that he gets hit by a car. Uh, just a bus. Say that out loud. Make it a bus. She is a beloved icon of the sci-fi industry and deserves better. Uh, of course, we saw some of this happen with uh, our beloved Stan Lee. And I'm not just going to, I'm not going to go for that again. So, you know, if you happen to see this gentleman crossing a road and decide not to break, I mean, things happen, but yeah, maybe, maybe you try to hit the brake, but hit the gas by accident. I will be putting a link for the GoFundMe because let's help out Nichelle Nichols. She gave us so much and she deserves better. So and she was a pioneer on TV. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, I burst into tears when I met her. Oh, I I uh I was at a con and she uh she came up behind me and I'm just in the way <laughs> and somebody like pointed like hey you need to move and I turned around and I saw her and I like go oh like kind of jumped like like that I was like and I put my hand over my mouth and I was like oh no sure, <laughs> and she just kind of touched me in my arm and said oh you're sweet and I just felt like a little five year old that <laughs> her you, voice man. just like <laughs> melts me yeah. so she she deserves the best right now especially at the time when she's supposed to be enjoying her life. So yeah, yep. you can help, help out in the show. So anyway, that is our show for the evening. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. We'll be back next week for another week of this stuff that we do around here. Uh, if you want to follow us, follow us on facebook.com slash SCNS live or at Instagram and Twitter at SCNS live. But if you want to follow me personally, you can follow me at Jason, the X on Instagram and Twitter cat and gas. Uh, you can find me on Instagram uh, at the good cast or the bad cast, uh, and also on Twitter at the good cast. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, usually at Doa Drawings, drawing ridiculous cartoons, the things that Overwatch League casters say. Maybe other esports casters in the future if I ever learn other esports. And on Instagram at BetterCat. Rick, where can I find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram under NerdyRick89. I'm doing the 366-day challenge. It is a picture a day all year. Today was day 233. Uh, so I've been doing that. Also, shout out to my friend Caleb and Kristen Piffer. 
They've got a really awesome Etsy store out right now called Maybe It's Magic Designs. Uh, go check it out. They've got these really awesome Star Wars stickers, uh, hats, all these other things. So check that out. Magic, Maybe It's Magic Designs on uh, Etsy. So check that out. Uh, I've known them for since like middle schools or high school. So they're really good people. All right, Cor. All right. Um, if you want to follow me to see my artwork or to hear me screaming into the void about the Aiden Chronicles, um, Kickstarter and everything of that nature with Suikoden as well. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at CoroDonoArt. You can also follow me on on not Instagram on Twitter <laughs> at chaotic underscore noodle to see all of my Final Fantasy fourteen screenshots and hot takes. All right. Well, that's it for the show, guys. We will see you next week. And as we always say around here, keep on nerd. Nerd. Keep on nerd. nerd. I got some Join Dark Order. Don't kill me, Dark Order. Alright, that is our show. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to check out the live video version of this, you can find it at YouTube and Facebook. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter, all at SCNS Live. Thank you so much for watching. Have an amazing week.